Hi friends, I'm Gwen. And I'm Jacqueline. Welcome to Talk Bookish to Me. The podcast where friends get together and talk about books. Welcome or welcome back to Talk Bookish to Me podcast. We're both so happy you've tuned in to today's episode. We're going to weigh in with our thoughts and opinions on a very hot topic. We're going to try answering the question, are audiobooks real reading? But first, as always, let's jump into our current reads. Okay, so I'm currently reading a book called When Thoughts and Prayers Aren't Enough, A Shooting Survivor's Journey into the Realities of Gun Violence. This is by Taylor S. Schumann, and she actually uh, was, like, working one day, and this guy with a shotgun came, like, walked into her workplace, opened fire on her, and she ended up being shot, like, in the hand. And this is her story of, obviously, like, being shot like the whole story of that but then also just how she is supposed to like get over that both like the trauma and the pain that is involved with that like they have done multiple surgeries and physical therapy and she just can't like use most of her arm in her hand which has been really hard for her to live with um it is a like christian based book so i would definitely say like if you are not I don't know if you don't want to read something like that like I'm a Christian so I'm totally okay with it um but other people might not want to hear all of that um but I am listening to this on audio I did get it on Scribd and it just got published on July 9th of this year um and it is a memoir which I mean you guys know I've been like infatuated with that but it's actually been like very emotional and it's just crazy to Like, I think that's why I like reading memoirs because I like reading from other people's perspectives to kind of get a whole picture of how other people live or something that they have been victimized of or, you know, whatever tragedies they've endured because not all of us go through all that stuff and it's really hard to relate to people when you have no clue what that's like. Um, And so this is going to get into, I think, like gun violence and a big conversation about like you know our country and what we should do and how to fix this and stuff um which I'm not saying I'm for or against anything I'm just reading this book you know for educational purposes and I just really like learning from all different perspectives so it's actually been really good I mean that's hard to say because like it's not I'm not enjoying that she got shot but it's actually been told very well I am currently reading 17 Names for Skin by Roland Blackburn. This is a horror novella available this year sometime. It came out this year. I'm not really sure when. I ordered a whole bunch of horror novellas from Weird Punk Books. And I just, you know, I'm trying to get into the genre more. So I just said, hey, all of these novellas, let's just grab them all. So I'm trying to make my way through a few of them. Um, It's only available physically in on Kindle as well for ebook, but it's not available on audio anywhere. So I'm reading it traditionally. I just started this morning. I'm on page 23. So not very far. Um, But the basic premise is it's about a woman who receives a cancer diagnosis, giving her six months to live. Uh, So she goes out and gets a life insurance policy to help her ailing father um, after she dies because he's like in a wheelchair he's on medication he has like an oxygen tank and stuff like that so she knows she, the only reason he's making it as far as he is is because of her help financially so she wants that kind of like net to help him after she 
passes away. Um, the catch is, is that the insurance policy actually pays double if she's murdered or something like that. So she hires a dark web assassin to kill her, but things don't exactly go as planned. So like I said, not very far into it. I have been reading a string of these horror novellas. They're kind of indie published. Um, so there are some grammatical things and stuff like that. But since I'm new to the genre, I'm just trying out a bunch of different things to see like what subgenres I like, which ones I don't, and trying to get a feel for the genre just like in general. Yeah, that sounds like a really cool synopsis, though. Gwen and I both listen to a fair amount of audiobooks. We're very vocal about our love of audiobooks and often share what we're listening to and which app we're using. From Overdrive, Libby, Hoopla to Scribd, Libro FM, and even Audible, if we can get the audiobook, chances are we're listening. So are we really reading? For the longest time, I couldn't get into audiobooks. <laughs> I tried for the longest time because other people would always rave about, oh, look what I, you know, I listened to books on my commute and look how much I read this month or, oh, I'm doing a puzzle and I listened to an audiobook and that never worked for me. I would so easily lose focus and then I'd start tuning in again at some point during the story and I would just be like, what happened, huh? What's going on? Um, but then a couple of years ago, I started combining reading the physical book with the audiobook experience and it was a huge game changer for me. I started sharing um, that hack with my friends and the rest is pretty much history. I'd say 95% of the books that I read are a combined experience reading along physically and listening to the audiobook at the same time. Um, there are times since I have been doing it for such a long time now, um, there are times that I'm able to go off book. Like if I'm doing chores around the house, washing dishes, preparing dinner, folding laundry, something like that that I can set the book aside and continue listening because I'm used to the voices, used to, you know, the narrative, how different characters sound if there's multiple, you know, voice actors and stuff like that. Um, and I'm in the flow of the story. I'm in the thick of it, you know. Um, but during those times, I often like bump the speed down um, just because when I do read along physically, I'm able to bump it up to my, you know, my physical reading speed, which is often two and a half to three times speed, um, depending on the app. Different apps have different speeds that you can bump it up to. But yeah, I bump it up to my normal reading speed. And sometimes I set it even like a little notch higher and I can still read along fine um, and perfectly follow along and everything like that. Um, but then when I'm doing chores or when my mind is split um, between two different tasks, I will bump the speed down and that helps me. So how have audiobooks helped you? Mine's a pretty similar story, actually, because I couldn't stand audiobooks. Like, I had the same experience where I was like, how are you guys, like, listening to this? Like, I, my mind would just, like, veer off track. And then um, it actually was probably because of you, because it was, I remember the first book that I read physically and listened to the audiobook, and it was last year during Romance-a-thon for the Buddy Read. It was um, a book that had, it was like written um, by a British author, which is also like really hard for me to read or listen to, um, but I combined them and it was a lot easier getting through it. And ever since then, like I've been getting more and more into audiobooks and combining it. And now I would say that, yeah, probably like 90% of my reading has to be done with like an audiobook. But I am, I would say now that, I am getting out of like having to 
have the physical book like there's plenty of audiobooks now that I've actually like listened to and I might have never even picked up the physical book even though I have it or I might have picked it up for like a couple chapters and I'm like nope like I'm just gonna go do some stuff and listen to it um but the same where like I do when I'm reading along physically um with the audiobook I bump it up pretty high like three times and it is it's like your reading speed like it's not crazy it's actually funny because Alvin he might hear me before I like connect my headphones or something and it's like and he's like he's like what the heck like how are you even listening and so then I'm like okay here like I'll turn it down to like one and it's like hi how are you doing and I'm like do you see the? I was like obvious and then I like start bumping it up slower for him and he's like oh I get it now so it's because like yeah when you just go from like one to like three it sounds like crazy nuts but especially if you're following along with like the words that's how my reading is and then I usually listen to it at like two times the speed when I'm just like listening but nowadays I have been just like I, I just can't even believe I'm saying that because I used to hate audiobooks and to think that um, even the um, I just finished a book yesterday I read it over a span of two days it was A Stolen Life I own that book I didn't even crack it open once like I just listened to the whole audiobook because it was so good and I got my laundry done I cleaned my house I drove like it's just really really nice because of that so I definitely suggest Gwen's tip if you haven't gotten into audiobooks to do the dual physical and the thing that I think that really has helped was when you're doing the dual I feel like you're actually retaining more information at least for me I'm retaining more information because my mind is staying focused because I have the audiobook going and I'm like reading whereas when I just like read books I used to do this in school all the time I could read 10 pages and not know a single thing that's going on because my mind is like thinking of something else and I'm just like I guess skimming without realizing I'm skimming so at least with the audiobook I'm like still retaining information and I'm not like thinking about my to-do list to do or I'm not oh let me see what's on my phone because the audiobook's going so you're like oh okay I'm, I'm like reading I'm reading <laughs> when you have the audiobook it is a lot better because I feel like I'm getting more stuff done and I feel more productive and yeah like I could even um I have this like bike trainer now in my house and I've been getting on my bike and riding I have been watching shows that's how I've been catching up on shows but even listening to an audiobook like you could exercise and listen to an audiobook I mean it's endless what you could do let's talk about some of the benefits of listening to audiobooks audiobooks can help improve your comprehension and vocabulary hearing new words independent of or in combination with reading them can significantly help with comprehension and vocabulary especially for kids and second language learners and I do want to say like being homeschooled that is definitely true because um, I read a lot of books myself and I was actually lazy and didn't look up anything if I didn't know it <laughs> compared to my older sisters they like they always looked up stuff they carried a dictionary with their book and I was like Psh, no I'm lazy um but I do know that I say things incorrectly at times because I just have my reading experience and not actually like listening experience from it right and I definitely this same thing with me um I'm I love audiobooks for this especially if I'm reading something outside my comfort zone with like places that I don't know how to pronounce or names I don't know how to pronounce is I'll often like if I'm just reading physically and I run across like a word I don't know or even like not know the definition of it or how to pronounce it or something like that I'll put the book down and it 
obviously interrupts the flow of me reading. Whereas if I hear it and I'm able to connect it with context clues as well, I'll able to keep going. They've pronounced it for me. This is obviously what it means to, you know, in the context of the situation. Um, so this definitely, even as an adult, you know, definitely comprehension and vocabulary. Audiobooks may help our brains better imagine the story. A study conducted by the Journal of Verbal Learning and Verbal Behavior found that our brains are actually more likely to create meaningful imagery when we listen to a story as opposed to when it's read in a traditional format because it allows more room for our brain's visual processes to kick into gear. Compared to reading, listening to audiobooks can help us attach deeper meaning to phrases. Dr. Art Markman from the University of Texas tested whether hearing a phrase versus reading it resulted in a difference in comprehension. The results showed that when we hear a statement like, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, we're more likely to connect this to other phrases that have similar deep meanings. But when we read the same phrase, our brain will pick out the literal elements rather than those that contribute to its deeper meaning, making us more likely to associate that phrase with others that mention wheels. According to Markman, because we can't go back and reread audiobooks as easily, we're inadvertently forcing our brains to extract deeper meanings more quickly. In other words, listening to audiobooks enables the mind to comprehend phrases at a faster speed. Listening to a story rather than watching one can spark a more emotional response. According to a study from University College London, people have a more emotional reaction when listening to a novel than they do when watching an adaptation. When we listen to a story, our brains have a more creative content, including imagery to supplant the words. This helps create a greater emotional and physiological engagement than watching the scene on a screen as measured by both heart rate and electrodermal activity. For readers who have trouble with the physical act of reading, audiobooks may offer a welcome alternative. Young children and people with dyslexia and those who are visually impaired may find that they can retain more of the story when listening to audiobooks than when reading the written word. Matt Davis from the University of Cambridge explains, anyone who finds reading difficult might retain more from listening to an audiobook. The additional effort involved in reading the words uses mental resources that they would otherwise need for comprehension and memory. So I definitely have found this when teaching young children to read. If I have an audiobook available of the book I'm trying to teach them to read, I'll play that. It is simple words and stuff like that, but it gets them used to hearing it, what it sounds like, what it looks like at the same time. They're able to mimic that back to me and then slowly but surely I'm able to take that away and then they can read it on their own. Yeah. So we had um, some homeschool curriculum during certain years because we we were always changing. Um, But the one that we had, we had a lot of like reading, but you had to read some books by yourself. And then my mom had to like read some out loud to us. And so I didn't have a huge experience of that because I was already in like the beginning stages of high school. But my younger siblings that did have a lot of that, I feel like they were able to like listen and retain a lot more than I could because they were already like almost like training themselves to listen that way. Whereas I always got in trouble my whole life because my mom could literally like ask me to do something and I I could even like respond like, yeah, sure. And I had no clue that she even asked me something. And so I was definitely more of like, 
I could always spell really well because I was also a, v- a very visual learner. But I think that it's really good, especially for young kids, to have them learn over all different kinds. So you're not just training yourself to learn from one specific way, you know, like as a visual way. I think it's nice that they always did different things like that. Yeah, any type of like memory tricks or anything like that, especially for young kids, um, that's a great way. So audiobooks help with that. The thing is, there are so many opinions and studies when it comes to counting audiobooks as reading. Daniel Willingham, a psychologist at the University of Virginia, right where we live, um, argues that they're both worthwhile, but that doesn't mean they are equivalent Reading is an act of engagement. If you aren't actively taking in the written words on the page, you're not making progress. Audiobooks, on the other hand, make progress with or without your participation. You can tune out and your mind can wander and you may lose bits and pieces. And that's why I combine. Correct. Yeah. I will say that also with listening to audiobooks now or even doing the combination, reading a physical book just seems like so much more work to me now. Like I'm like, "Mm, I really don't feel like just paying attention to these words (laughs) on the page. I'm like, can someone read this to me? (laughs) Exactly. It's like a bedtime story. Read me a bedtime story. Yeah. In a 2016 study, Beth Rogoski, an associate professor of education at Bloomsburg University of Pennsylvania, put her assumptions to the test. One group in her study listened to sections of Unbroken, a nonfiction book about World War II by Lauren Hillenbrand, while a second group read the same parts as an e-reader. By the way, that movie is amazing if you haven't seen it. She included a third group that both read and listened at the same time. Afterward, everyone took a quiz designed to measure how well they had absorbed the material. She found no significant differences in comprehension between reading, listening, or reading and listening simultaneously. Now that sounds great, but the debate continued because she used ebooks rather than traditionally printed books. And there's some evidence that reading on a screen reduces learning and comprehension compared to reading from printed text. So it's possible that had her study pitted traditional books against audiobooks, old school reading might have come out on top. I can definitely see that because I am not an ebook reader at all. I think if I were to read ebooks, I would have to have the audiobook with, but like for some reason, it's just it's not the same as reading a physical book, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't think so either. And I don't quite know what it is. I've definitely tried. And and what's weird, this is totally a side note, is I don't know if I could read an ebook and listen to the audio. I think that would be hmm. so weird for me. Like taking in two, yeah. I don't know, digital forms of media. I don't know. I'm just I'm going to, okay, I'll let you know in a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> when when I read all the books off my shelf, I was thinking that I could get back into NetGalley because the reason that I don't do NetGalley is because like when I get given physical ebook arcs, I'm like, ew, no, like I have all these nice, beautiful physical books. But instead, if I have nothing else to read on my shelf, I might request like a couple like, you know, new releases that aren't out yet that I really, really, really want to read and then try and do, especially since NetGalley has like audiobooks now I might see if I can get combo and then see how that works if I'm like listening or reading we'll see yeah we'll see I'll I'll check back in with you in a year (laughs) a year and a half 17 months (laughs) okay that that's fair that's fair 
In a study published in the Journal of Neuroscience, researchers from UC Berkeley scanned the brains of nine participants while they read and listened to a series of tales from the Moth Radio Hour. After analyzing how each word was processed in the brain's cortex, they created maps of the participants' brains, noting the different areas helped interpret the meaning of each word. Looking at the brain scans and data analysis, the researchers saw that the stories stimulated the same cognitive and emotional areas regardless of their medium. So we've shared a few studies. There's tons more out there if you're interested. You can definitely do your own research. But now it's time for us to weigh in with what we just believe and what we have, you know, shared with you guys today. What do you think, Jacqueline? Are audiobooks real reading? I definitely think so, um, but I, I can see like where, you know, if you're not listening to it, you're just getting through a book without doing it. But I think you can do that same exact thing with a physical book. So I think it's both equal in whether or not you're paying attention to either because I can easily flip pages in a physical book and not retain any information too. So I think that they're both equal. They're both reading. And I think that it's very good for people that can't physically read. It's not fair for them to say that they're not actually reading because they have to listen to an audiobook. Right. Have you ever like driven somewhere and like maybe early in the morning or late at night when you're really tired and you're like, how did I get there? I don't even remember making that turn, especially if it's like a familiar route. It's kind of the same thing. Like you can tune out in any task, you know, whether even if you're listening in the audiobook and reading along physically, you can tune that out and your mind can escape other places. There's actually like a whole book called Hypnobirthing that uses that same like example of like, oh, you tune out when you're like driving and you just happen to get somewhere that they use that for people that are laboring and birthing so they can tune out. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. But yeah, yeah, it's like a thing. It doesn't, to me, it doesn't matter if it is an audiobook or a real book or combined. If you try hard enough, you can definitely tune it out. And sometimes Mm -hmm. you're not even trying to and it just happens. You know, your to-do list is going through your mind or I get stuck on a word and I'm like, oh yeah, what could that possibly mean? And then I lost like three pages of the book. Or sometimes if I've read something like similar before, I'll start skimming it and I'm not really reading it and taking it in and I might miss something. So honestly, I wonder what it feels like to be a guy because... Like, I never have a moment of time where I'm not thinking about something else. Like, my mind can't just shut off and not think about anything else. And I think with when I've had conversations, it's it's mostly, like, that's what women – they always are, like, thinking about something. But, like, Alvin will legit – he'll be like, no, you just don't think of anything. And I'm like, how do you do that? Because I'm always thinking of something. We'll literally be, like, laying in bed or I'm, like, reading a book and I will be like, oh, hey – about this random ass like it's not even like from the book it's like oh are you gonna mow the grass on Tuesday and he's like right what made you just think of that and I'm like well in the book it talked about this which I thought about that which then I thought about this and then I thought about that and then I thought about the mowing the grass exactly and that's like with meditation when I was taking my yoga classes in college there Mm -hmm. were like you know sections and stuff like that on meditating and I think out of years of meditating I've only been able to successfully meditate once and I've been like in classes 
for meditating, okay? (laughs) And I've only done it successfully once because my mind, it just starts thinking about everything and then it thinks about emptying my mind and not thinking about anything and that's like (laughs) even worse. Like it just doesn't work. So I agree with you. Like my mind definitely does wander, but that's why I have found that having two, like the auditory and like my mind focused in, you know, the visual, it does help make my mind wander less, go through my to-do list less. (laughs) So um, finding the opportunity to read can be a challenge for some people depending on their schedule and responsibilities. Audiobooks make it easy for them to listen to the latest bestseller while commuting or cleaning up the house, making dinner or walking the dog. I say a love of reading shouldn't have parameters or rules as to what type of reading counts. In fact, it can be argued that it's an accessibility issue. Reading a physical book and listening to the audiobook are two different paths that lead to the same destination. Each creates different experiences and memories, but neither is better or worse than the other. There you have it. A few studies and two readers weighing in. What do you think? Are audiobooks real reading? Should it count? Let us know on Instagram by tagging us at talkbookishpodcast or emailing us at talkbookishpodcast at gmail.com. In two weeks, Jacqueline and I will be back with our one-year anniversary wrap-up episode. We're going to hang out, chat, and reminisce about the last year of the podcast. There may or may not, on my end, be some tears along the way. At the end, I'll bid farewell to Jacqueline as she moves on to other passion projects she's working on. But don't worry, I've chained her and she's coming back (laughs) for guest episodes. (laughs) So she will pop in from time to time. If you've been following along on Instagram, I have been announcing some of the special guests that will be in upcoming episodes. Until next time, happy happy reading. reading.